Hello. All right, so hello everyone at the CyberCorp Network podcast. Where? How do we have it? Your C. I. I'm so. CCN. Okay, so we still have it as the same thing. Perfect. That's good. <laughs> I get less <laughs> less confused with the name. Um. Be starting shortly. I gotta fix some stuff. Okay. All right, so we're good. We are live. I think everything should be perfectly fine. Everything should be set up properly. So, hello everyone. Again, welcome back to the and we're going to be talking about some advancement in gaming consoles. Now, video games have come a long way since they first began, and some of the most amazing techno technological advances have either been or came from the development of home entertainment systems. So let's go through a quick historical list of consoles. The first generation consoles, many of you probably would have never heard of these, much less played on them, uh, and you would probably have a, la a laugh at at the at the games that were fun to play at the time. However, these these true beginnings of everything love about the games today. So of course, you got to start with that Atari Pinball. Uh, not to be confused by the Atari system, which came later, but an actual the Commodore and the Odyssey. So I've got a question for all of you: Have you guys ever played on these? Ever heard of them? I played on the Data East pinball machines. It was the same thing. Data East? Just create. Yeah, Data East was just another company. Uh, I think who also sold. Uh, oh, never mind. Continue. Oh, no, no. no. Like, I was going to ask, like, what is it about? Like, how is it? Okay, so it, it's just a normal pinball machine. Uh, it's just created by another company. The two pinball machines that I really enjoyed, I had the. Star Wars pinball machine. I, I had to find which one it was because it's not easy to... If you try to find it, you still can't find this version. And it was like from the uh, A New Hope. And it was really it was really great because it had a lot of the stuff. I mean, I guess the pains of getting all of the I don't know. It, um, memorabilia for this kind, these kind of systems. I love it because it's all there. Sounds interesting. Because um, the same thing was with Jurassic Park. We had the same, we had like this uh, pinball machine and we had these in our house and they, they were just, you get addicted on them. That was one of the first like games like that I got like so crazily addicted. I didn't want anybody else to have any room on the top scores. Yeah, that's what I like like that in Pimble. Trying to keep that top score. Alright, so perfect. 
Though the second generation is a lot more known, but it's still sadly not the generation that is considered when you think of retro gaming. Uh, this is the generation where Atari had its field day and pretty well cast of the others of his generation into the shadows as, as Atari's innovation and advancement led to several systems. In this generation of gaming consoles, this is where gaming PCs really began to shine and become popular. So the Atari 2600 and 5200, as well as the Atari 8-bit, Astrocade, Apple II, one of the first better-known gaming PCs, uh, Adventure Vision, Odyssey 2, Radio Shack's Tandy Color, the TRS-80 color computer, and the, Vet the Vectrix, I believe that's how you say it. So, mm -hmm. question for all of you. Can you name any games from this generation of gaming consoles? And if you can't, that's okay. I don't even think I can. <laughs> Apple II Spy Hunter. I used to play a lot of that. It was a very fun game to play. It was more of a 2D simulation where you drove a car and you would jump and fire at stuff and uh, try to get through the levels. It was done on the Apple II. I honestly want to look at some of these, some of these consoles. Like look through a lot of the lists and read through these games because I haven't really read a lot on the games from these. Cause I'm not yeah. really... The only retro I've done is Atari and the older, older NES. What were you saying? When we uh, got our Atari, we had... I think it came it came with uh, Indy 500, but we also got ARC Battle. Uh, but a lot of the more known games that came out of that were... Pac-Man, Pitfall. My, I remember my mom always being like, oh, you want to play Pitfall? <laughs> 10, 20, 10, 15 years later, like, oh, it's Pitfall. <laughs> like, We're on PlayStation 3. Like, hell no. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, Asteroids came out of that. Space Invaders. Space Invaders, my uncle had <laughs> the stand-up machine as well. So I got stuck on Space Invaders for a while. And then one of the most controversial games to come out of any system is E.T. the Extraterrestrial. <laughs> and uh, oh it came out, on, came out on the um, Atari 2600. If you haven't looked it up, seriously, it's crazy how insane the story is for just that game. For what, the E.T.? The, yeah, Atari the Extraterrestrial. It's more interesting than ever wanting to play the game. Actually... I think they made a. I think they made a documentary about just the ET. Like they because they had they got rid of every single title that they had and they took it out into a uh, dumpster like a landfill and they just like ran over all of them. One thing I want to know too, you know, um, back when I was growing up, you know, the stand the consoles were stand up. You actually played mm -hmm. at them like a pinball machine. You know, there was Robotron, Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, and, and so forth. And those were really, it, it seemed weird to go to it in home council because there wasn't really that much to play compared to the hundreds of different games that were made in the stand-up councils. It was just weird because, yeah, the, the home brand councils were black and white or green and you know uh dark green and bright green uh like pong was you know normally black and white or green and dark green um most of your other colors were 16 color consoles uh that's all you had like uh you know pitfall 
It, it didn't have very many colors to it. And it was more black oh. style. <laughs> yeah, it had no... Well, I mean, it, I think came out later, but most of their games, yeah, were all like Asteroid. <laughs> Asteroid, black and white, yeah. Hell yeah. But, it was one of the best games ever made. And, you know, you take a look at, like, uh, the different games that were out there. Asteroids came out with the first pixelated game. It wasn't blocks. You actually, you know, the asteroids actually look like asteroids. Um, they weren't just mm -hmm. round circles or squares that would break up. My asteroids came out. When did that come out? Uh, uh, 78 70, or 70, 79. So 79, that yeah. came out two years after the game released. And there was other versions as well. Because they had the Atari 8-bit. So they improved on it. <laughs> yeah, it went from like 16 colors to 256 colors. You got Asteroids I mean, Deluxe. I mean from two colors to 16 colors. Yeah. The original is what we've played a lot of. And if, if I, I remember right, like it was on a console more like the, um, it's the TRS-80 and the, uh, um, never even played the Adventure Vision <laughs> or Apple II, but it looked like the TRS-80 or the um, that Radio Shacks thing. I don't think it was that, but it was close to that. Actually, I know there is like some. Hmm. I've actually never heard of that Radio Shacks handy color. Yeah, it was I, I don't think I had one. I think a buddy had one. But I think it's TRS-80. Were more popular than the TR, the yeah, the Radio Shack computers. And a lot of these were being played on those like those. Not only were they a tube TV, but it was basically built into a cabinet. <laughs> Anybody else had those? I think I. Well, was every single one of them had like a coffee stain cup on, thing on it. But I found later that that's not what that is. It was just the heating product. Because they they made they built the TV into this really like into like nice or just semi nice like cabinets because they were that big. And you can still purchase them today. Oh, they still man. work. I left it in the past. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So, um, generation three starts to come into focus for. Bit more of us. Uh, what comes? It's it's what comes to mind for uh, most folks when they think of retro gaming, and it is the generation often wrongly accredited with the beginning of gaming, the area of NES, Famicom, and the start of the Sega line. Um, there was a uh, systems, <laughs> the Amstrad, the Atari ST, the Commodore sixty four, which I spent a lot of time on. Famicom DS, the NES, which I spent a lot more time on, and it's that's arguably the most famous retro system ever, arguably, and uh, Sega Master, and the Sinclair. Uh, other than the NES, and that and that system that sounds like it came from uh, whatever. The Generation 3 consoles have played uh, 
Has anybody played on any of these besides the NES? Like maybe the Commodore 64, the Atari ST? Never even heard of the Commodore, Commodore 64, but I played on the Atari ST and Sinclair. Let me pull it up a little. I program more on the Commodore 64 than I did play games. <laughs> I honestly want to know what it looks like. One of the first, besides a Commodore VIC-20, that you were able to program without, you know, having a cartridge. This was basically it was just like a large keyboard. You know, there was only a few connections that you had to deal with. I had a buddy that did a lot of work with this, and I, I think that was when I learned. I was like, I don't ever want to code. <laughs> like some people love it, and some people deal with it because they're good at. It. But I, I just, we actively have disagreed. I can understand it and I can deal with it, but I don't want to. Yeah, it was compared to the Ford Model T. (laughs) The Commodore sixty four it has been compared to the Ford Model T. Why? For its role in bring for it I'm about to tell you. uh, for its uh, (laughs) role in bringing a new technology to middle class households via creative and affordable mass production. And that's from the Commodore sixty four wiki. What was it compared to? We did have one of these. Uh, the four basically bringing, and that that was the automobile that kind of brought, came into, let's just so, say, more people's homes. So they're so this comparing was just, a little car this was to getting a vehicle. gaming and computing into rig. more people's homes. And they made it that way, it seems that way. Because, yeah. I mean, it, all it is is a keyboard with some things. This, this is what I more remember of, uh, messing around with. But uh, the TRS 80. I swear we had one of these. <laughs> it is the weirdest thing ever. It's a keyboard and it looks like it has a a spot that you can set your monitor. Mm-hmm. That's where the, that's where the everything is. I wouldn't set anything on that. And there were two versions of that. There was the home built version where you could order it from Radio Shack and put it together yourself. It looked oh, a little right. more like an IBM XT. Um, it was, you know, had the monitor and case, and you had a separate keyboard for it. And then you had the full console TRS-80. Okay, the typical Coco 3 system is the one that kind of comes with, like, a, what you're you're just uh, explaining about. Yeah. Cool. Huh. We're all learning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and those all, you know, there weren't much colors to those. Um, yeah, sixteen oh, colors, most of them, uh, like the Commodore sixty four. Um, you had to load stuff off of a tape. You, you would take a cassette tape and put it into a tape recorder and push play to load your programs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did originally come out with uh, floppy drives, uh, five and a quarter is, is that- inch, uh, disk drives. That that tape you're talking about is that more like uh like eight track? No, Would you compare uh, to that? that tape. It's like a it's like, like an actual like, like the full size too. Um, oh, never mind, never mind. I'm thinking VHS tape. cassette tape. Okay. Yeah, cassette tapes were just yeah you know, they were smaller tapes you would put in a cassette. No, tape. yeah, it just took me a second. It's been a long time since I've dealt with one of those. <laughs> I just remember always no, having to put a, a pencil in there and getting it on back on track. One of the systems you mentioned, yes, used a VHS tape. And 
it was extremely slow loading. You literally would sit there for <laughs> half an hour for the program to load up. Go make dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I did that once with uh what was it? Metal Gear Metal Gear Solid Four or whatever. They're they're uh what was it? They're were the videos were like an hour long in between. Nobody? Yeah. Is Metal Gear Solid? No? Alright. Move on. <laughs> the uh so if Generation 3 is like often credited for the beginning of gaming, it's credited, but Generation 4 is where it absolutely exploded. I mean, it's definitely came into the worldwide hobby. Um, that gaming is... Okay, so it... it I, I read... I apologize. It became the worldwide hobby that it is today instead of the little niche that it was. Uh, yeah, refining the, the systems of previous generation and providing most of the beginning innovations to into taking your game on the go. It is also where Sega had its most success. And I uh, would like to ask uh, uh, another caveat question if anybody thinks it's more the Game Gear or the Genesis. But uh, I don't recognize... a. Uh, few of these. The Acorn Archimedes. I like that. I want to check that out. Like the Amiga. Cool. Yeah, they were like, let's go with the coolest name ever, but let's add like a weird nut. Let's just make sure we have a squirrel. Acorn Archimedes. Yeah. That would be the, oh my gosh, a squirrel like is that like Roman? Gosh, a really like, strong squirrel. <laughs> real strong Roman <laughs> like like statue with squirrel the tail. Oh, they would the puffy cheeks, uh, the Game Boy, um, that was huge when that came out, and I don't know why I was expecting the Game Boy Color to be such a big thing when it did, and then when I got it, it was like cool, but like <laughs> really was it? Um, the the Game Gear was also, I mean, if you look back, it's kind of it looks like a Switch. I think Game Gear, yeah, really does. I think they took the idea from Nintendo 20 years later. Um, <laughs> I'm just joking about that. Doesn't, doesn't <clears throat> the, uh, the Game Gear look like the uh, that Nokia G kind of gaming phone? That Nokia thing? Yeah. Hang on, I forgot what it's called. There was this, uh, called, it's called N. I don't fucking know. Like, yeah. there, there was this no Nokia. What the heck? Gaming it does phone. look like that. I know what it is. I used to have one of those. It I never forgot worked because you couldn't log in. I forgot the name. Oh, wow! It almost looks like like a phone version of a Tamagotchi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, I did not know how to keep that thing alive. Um, the Atari Lynx. Um, which. I need to look that up right now because I just had it on. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. I want to look at this Acorn because there was a game system that was, oh, no, um, that I don't know how I acquire this. Like, I guess it was a gift probably from somebody who got this gift and didn't want it and gave it out as a gift. 
but it was like a you had a little controller and it was connected on a cable and you wore a head strap and it had a semi clear red like a just suspended in front of your eye which was never in the right spot but they it was like all red so you could play Mortal Kombat but it was like it was like stick figures in comparison so I don't know I need to find out what that was I haven't been able to find the system ever I don't know what I'm looking for what do I say red red bandana game system I'm gonna. It's gonna pull up Street Fighter or something. <laughs> um, but if anybody ever gets that information, that'd be really cool. Well, for the, the uh, thing gave gave me headaches and it was a real pain. I think I'm. I might know what you're talking about. I, it, I don't a, know. It is a gaming system. Gaming. System. I think it also had some Mario on it. Maybe. Maybe Mario. That doesn't sound right. Probably like a knockoff because if it had Mortal Kombat, probably. Didn't have Mario. I mean, um, yeah, isn't that when Mortal Kombat came out? Then Street when, Fighter and those. Well, types. I just um, I didn't know if the system would have like all these different, all these different companies in with it, or they were just extremely like didn't care. This SNK Neo Geo. Geez, these are weird. What I I played a lot of the the um, gear and the Game Boy, but I enjoyed the Game Gear. I played, I think, Sonic mostly. Uh, anybody else play on the <laughs> any of those? Uh, I think I I've, I've played on the Sega Genesis and the SNES, uh, Atari Lynx. Mm-hmm. I've played on the Game Boy as well. I played on a few of those. Honestly, great. Oh man, great job on these consoles. These are great. So uh, I should have. Um. So I. Yeah, I should have just looked them up a little bit more. What game series? um, Okay, so my last. What game series do you know of that started in the third and fourth gen consoles and are still going on, still going on right now? Pac-Man. Yeah. I think Pong's still going. Yeah, Donkey Kong's still going. Yeah, Donkey Kong. Um, they just did a whole thing for Donkey Kong on the Switch. Didn't they? Yeah, I think so. Did, I like, think so. Yeah, I remember hearing something about it. Yeah, the, I, a lot of these games are, if they're not still going, I'm sure they're going to get like a revamp. We're in those times where some of these games are going to get those. When did uh, Tetris stop? Tetris? Yeah, when is that from? Like, that's uh, old. That's on, on, on the Game Boy. I don't even think yeah, it was, it was on the Game Boy. I think it was on, like, yeah. 84. 84. 1984. And uh, I don't, which I think is the Atari. But um, anybody else know that uh, Sears? The um, the cl- clothing company. Uh, like... Yeah, Sears was in on gaming for a little bit. Why? Yeah. 
What the heck? They what were, did they, they make this year's Atari? They had their money in the pot. Well, they had tons of money, so they were like just dipping. The, you know, they thought they imagine saw them a making a game out of coming a clothing up, hanger, and they were going to be selling those games in their stores. So, my gosh, I could see why, but they just, I don't know. Well, that's uh, <laughs> that's all. That well, on to you. Oh, fifth generation gaming, perhaps the most loved where retro. Systems began to branch out and really focus on every aspect of design and development, but especially more on graphics, where PlayStation began and arguably had the widest variety of games in this generation, although 4th and 6th came close. So the games in these generations, this generation, the Amiga 32, Bandai Ippin, Game Boy Color, N64, Atari Jaguar, Playdia, Sega Saturn, Bandai Wonderswan. Virtual Boy, which is the beginning of the today's VR system, although it was quickly recalled due to seizure-inducing issues, and the PlayStation. It came before Xbox, actually, way before Xbox, and I even I can remember. So, what are your guys' favorite games from from these generations? For this generation? <laughs> you know, PlayStation 1. I have a lot. <laughs> I mean, the Sega Saturn is a very... That was a very fun time. Um, the, the Nintendo 64, need I say more? Like, <laughs> exactly. So many. Like Mario 64, like that That changed a lot of things. Dude, the only thing you need to know about the N64 is Pokemon and Mario, and then you'll immediately know straight up it's N64. Like what's on it? 007. I used to actually like 007. I know a lot of people who hated it. Goldeneye was one of my favorite games ever, especially amongst friends. Getting all four controllers, having like you know everything connected, blowing on the cartridge, making sure it works. You know, having to connect, <laughs> disconnect, reconnect. Oh, that game was great. You had to really not pay attention to anybody else's screen. I mean, yeah, sure seriously, that, but. I think during, even during like 